Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, this is Lainey, and welcome to the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I should mention that we have recorded this episode early mm-hmm. because um, I'm going away, or by the time this is posted, I will be in… You'll be tanning. I will be on holiday in the Caribbean. Oh, I hate you um, guys. On a beach. Yeah. And nice for you. this is being posted on November 8th, yes. which happens to be the day of… Doomsday. <laughs> Will it be? Maybe the end of the world for the, the United States The day of the American presidential election, the general election. Mm-hmm. And that means that depending on one of two outcomes, I may be at the end of this day considering never visiting… The United States of America ever again. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, or risk getting my pussy grabbed by a stranger. That's true. <laughs> it's fucking free game. Yeah. Uh, we have, Corey has vowed that, well, not vowed. He's just saying that we're never allowed to go to the United States of America if Donald Trump wins. And I back that up. I, it's strange because I have, we have a couple of friends, Canadian friends who live in the States. And I keep on asking them that. Like, I'm like, are you going to move back? Um, like, Dean... Our friend Dan's there, yeah. um, and they I, they don't seem worried. They don't seem worried. So nice. Do, for do them, they not but. seem worried because they think Hillary Clinton's going to win? Yes. Okay. But I don't think it's. I, I mean, I watch CNN all the time, and CNN's fucking totally slanted and is really. Fucked they're up a little too. alarmist. Like they're, they're yeah, of course. You everything's know, breaking news. They're when the it's dun, not. Dun, dun, dun yeah. of news. Yeah, but um, it's it's still pretty fucking close. It's well, on a landslide. I thought it was. I thought that. Hillary Clinton would be in the clear after the last debate. Right. And when he was grab. like hombres and yes, nasty were, woman, yeah. right? <laughs> and then the fucking email situation keeps Happening, being a situation. Yeah. And so I don't know. Like I said, today is November 1st that we're recording this on. Um, so there might be another fucking two more dramas between now and the day. Like every fucking three days, a pussy gets grabbed or emails come out. It's or been a little bit dry lately. So some I'm beauty hoping, pageant winner is like. I was hoping ugh. that the the audio or video, I think we all were for from The Apprentice, were going to come out. Um, is is what's the guy's name? The Burnett guy. Yeah, isn't he married to like? Um, He's. This, Properly Democrat, though. Like, I feel like he's said that I support Hillary Clinton, hasn't he? Oh, no, 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 no. I thought he was, like, a big, big Trump supporter. And isn't he married to what? that girl who was, like, the angel in that? Roma. Roma Downey. Yeah. No, I I understand, like, maybe Mark Burnett has voted Republican in the past, but I think that there are a lot of Republicans who find Donald Trump abhorrent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, just... think, but I think I, I thought in my CNN watching that he was supporting... Trump. Okay, I just found a link from Politico. Okay, Okay, so Mark Burnett, quote, I have never been a supporter of Donald Trump's candidacy. Really? So… 
But he's the one who's barring any of the videos or audio from Apprentice to ever come out. No, it's because he says that it's not, he's not the one who owns the footage. MGM owns it. And MGM has agreements, quote, with artists across a wide spectrum of creative properties, including The Apprentice. These agreements typically contain provisions, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a legal thing. When was this posted that you're looking at? October 12th. Okay. I don't know what's happened since October. Okay, fine. Right. He says he's not a supporter. Who cares? Okay. Anyway, but… No one's a supporter unless you're fucking batshit You were hoping that more tapes would come out revealing him to be… Yeah, fingers crossed. We have seven more tapes. Yeah, but Sasha… Like… 15 months ago or a long time ago, he got in front of a podium and said Mexicans were rapists. And no one cares. You're right. His, so his, he could like basically come out, do a speech in blackface and people wouldn't true. care. That's <laughs> true. Oh, do you know what I mean? I like, anyway, shall we? Yes. Okay. Dear Sasha, I'm 25 and have a dating issue I need your help on. I've been with this guy, let's call him Brian, for, for a mere four and a bit weeks. We met on Tinder, which I know maybe not the best place to look for a serious relationship, but we swiped and matched and we hit it off great. He's funny, attractive, has a job, and seems to be a nice guy, and we've spent almost every day together. Last week, we decided to sleep together. It's been about a year since I last slept with someone, so I was nervous. For a first time, it was really good and fun, but of course, there is a but. I really didn't like how he smelled down there. It smelled sour. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, keep it going. Keep okay. Keep it going. I just think that the word sour is so… That it is like very visceral. Like you can… Yes, thank you for that taste. adjective. Right. Mm-hmm. It smelled sour. And I don't want to be a horrible person. I don't want to write him off. But I can't help but be turned off a bit. Am I a mean person? He's been calling and texting me, but I've managed to get myself out of seeing him this week. How do I move past this… Or do I not bother? Please help. Please keep me anonymous. Okay. Oh. So, funky smelling junk. Yeah. Is our Stank issue here. junk. <laughs> um, gosh. I, what? You know what? Oh, I feel oh. bad because, I mean, I wouldn't want to be her. I wouldn't want to be sniffing fucking Sour Patch Kids down there either. But I wonder… <laughs> I wonder. Well, no, Sour Patch Kids, sour patch are, kids are good. Sorry, Sorry. I don't want to be smelling rotten cheese in the dick zone, right? Like that's not nice. So I feel her pain. I get that, but like sometimes, sometimes because it's probably spur of the moment. Maybe he didn't know that. Maybe he'd like gone for like a heavy workout, or like he like ran to her house and like things got sweaty, and like maybe. Cheese curdy just happens because he didn't get to take a shower right before. Uh, yeah, I I just hate you know, I do too. I hate because everything is right there. Like all the other components, all the other boxes are checked off. Yeah, except for the nice smelling cock box. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So the sweaty when when you get sweaty. So is this a product of sweat and like maybe like just all day in your pants or is this a product of like, like, um, like a gonorrhea? Listen, he clearly is super into her. They went out on a series of dates and enjoyed each other's company and then finally, you know, had sex. Yes. And I'm sure there were some nerves involved. Like, you know, you've built it up, this person, you're super into them and the chemistry has been building and then the day has come or the night has come and 
I'm everybody gets nervous and some people are you trying to say that nerves make your dick smell? I'm saying that ner- <laughs> I'm saying that nerves can make your whole all over body hormones. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So Okay, I, let's be let's be real here. That that doesn't really happen. Of course it does. Okay. When people get nervous, they sweat. Yeah, I and sweat, when, I sweat, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But I don't know if I emanate like a sour smell. <laughs> that's maybe that's your pH balance, Sash. Okay, okay. Like, I mean, not no, everybody's I was, I'm in agreement. I feel like something happened. Like he just didn't yeah, get the time to like I, baby wipe. Sure, but I'm trying to help him here. I'm yes, trying to be okay. like he was nervous. He, you know, he didn't want to let her down, performance anxiety, okay. all that. And it's just one time. Yes. So I don't know. I, I don't know that we can, like, X him off just I don't from... think we should. And I have a story. And I... Okay, Yasik, we don't know if he trims. Like, Yasik needs other information. What does that mean? <laughs> right. Yasik is asking us if he trims, which I don't know. How, how the fuck do we know if he trims? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but pose that as a solution. But, I mean, you can't go from, like, hey, it was really nice the other night. Can you, you trim? Do you going bald eagle <laughs> next time? Um, I'm not seeing him again. Do you want a microphone? Yeah, again. Okay, God. Back off, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I will say this. Mm-hmm. The first night that Yasik and I spent together… He had a sour smelling dick. He didn't have a sour smelling <laughs> dick. Let me just put that oh, out there. Oh, Yasik's dick was not sour smelling <laughs> on the first night we slept together. <laughs> that leaves a dot, 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 but whatever. <laughs> but the first night we spent together, he made me dinner. And he was living in a basement apartment at the time, which is this, like, it must have been attraction and love because this place was a fucking dump. Mm. And he was living in a basement apartment with another guy. So his room was, it was a small room. Mm -hmm. It was like a fucking musty smelling place. And he made spaghetti. It was good spaghetti. But um, anyway, the effects of spaghetti after the fact, several hours after the fact, is gas. Okay. So we got down. We jammed. Yep. Then we went to bed. And he then woke me up by hotboxing me with farts. Like I was, it was literally a nuclear, our first date, like the first, so we like, we got, you know, we dicked down and it was good and everything. And then you, you go to bed and then a couple of hours later, a nuclear cloud of fart wakes you up. And it was so oppressive. That that would be like, it was so oppressive. Mm. It was almost like being a political prisoner. (laughs) Um, and I stayed. Right. And he, like, it was so bad, he woke himself up. Right. And he started laughing, and he was like, I'm so sorry. And he was embarrassed, but he's immature. He's a five-year-old, so he also thought it was really funny. Right. Anyway, I stayed. Yes. And I feel like a lot of other people would have peaced out. Yes. So, oh, or not. I think then that's, I think this is kind of what's important to get across. I what don't know if say? it's the same as, like, sour dick. But we're but, talking about bodily functions yes. and one-off smells here and there, right? So I feel like this chick should, she has every right to be kind of grossed out. But I think we give Smelly Dick another try because, as you said, nerves, hormones. Again, yeah. my whole thing is I feel like he maybe like ran over to her house and like, I, yes, got flustered and just wasn't able to wipe yeah, or something. whatever. So, and I think 
I mean, all so many stories too. Like you have to think about sex isn't a clean, always fresh experience. Um, like I have so many, I've heard so many horror stories about people like, like shitting on the bed, having their period mid-sex. Like, what do you mean shitting? Like, you know, when like people ask fuck and then they pull oh. out and then all of a sudden there's okay. like yeah. shit that just pours out of their bum. Like that's <laughs> happened to one of my friends before. It was, she, it, she'd kill me. I will obviously not say who she is, but, and you don't know her, but, 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 uh, he Sorry. put it in her butt when he took it out. Uh, like she pooed. Yeah, it was horrible. And what? the room and the room. So she I'm go- sorry, but like wait, a this smear is or like no, a no. log. Like no no, like more diary i.e., right? Like cuz sometimes oh it gets my God. wet. In okay, there. I'm sorry. And so when she but okay, so this chick is beautiful. She can do I'm no sure. wrong. Sure. Yeah. But no, no, it doesn't matter, but I'm just saying so she was like this is embarrassing, but sh- literally shit happens. And then she said that when they took the sheets out and they came back into the room, the room smelled like shit. <laughs> So okay. and okay, but and just, they made it like they didn't make it. But did they have a second go? Uh, no, no. But, you can't. But, you probably can't come the, back. No, like this. that's that's a closed door situation. But my point is, sex oh isn't clean and fucking Febreze all the time. Okay. So this maybe, episode is not sponsored by Febreze, <laughs> but it should be again. <laughs> again. Um. Yeah. So it's like maybe I definitely give him another chance because. Maybe he knew that shit wasn't all that clean down there, so he'll yeah. he'll prep next time. Maybe he'll drink some cranberry juice. It's just I don't know how what that is means. she gonna get up for it? Because you know, I think smell leaves a memory. Yeah, and so I understand from her perspective why. Well, clearly she was squicked, and then it reduces the attraction. Yes. And so here's a suggestion: I don't think you should write him off after one incident. No. I think that you should make it happen again. Yes. But maybe this time start in the shower. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Wash each other down. Yeah. Get, get into fun. those creases. Yes. And then try it that and way. And see if after the shower it is, you know, I mean, if it's a problem, it will like find its way and out. You know what? It couldn't, it might not emanate directly from his dick. Like he could have had like major garlic and it could have been coming from like pores in and around that area. Right? I'm a garlicky person. Okay. So there you go. I, I, the moral I of wouldn't this, say that garlic smells sour though. Like, okay, but some sort of food might have not interacted properly with okay. his makeup. Anyway, the point is, yes. Give him another try. Give him another try in the shower. Good luck. Please, please. Yes. We need to know. Need to know if the dick is still stinky or not. Okay, next. Dear Sasha and Lainey, my stepmother and I don't get along all that well. We've had our ups and downs, but all in all, we've managed to be cordial and I just put up with her selfishness. But this latest situation has got me rage-filled. I moved out five years ago when I was 26. Moved across the world, in fact. And while I left my family, it was my dog, Louis, I missed the most. He's been with us for 13 years, and I ask my father and my stepmother to send me pictures on a weekly basis, and we FaceTime monthly. But in the last year, he's gotten really sick. Blind, has to be carried up the stairs, has trouble eating. So to say this has broken my heart is an understatement. We as a family have taken him to vet after vet doing anything we can find, and I've been invested emotionally and financially. Cut to last week. Cut to last week when my father called me up to tell me that they put Lewis down. 
They didn't even tell me about this decision before. I was freaking out, and I guess my stepmother could hear me over the phone, so she grabbed it from my father and told me I was being selfish and overreacting. Overreacting? They killed my dog. She went on to say that they have been taking care of Lewis for years and that they didn't want to tell me before because it was hard enough for them to make the decision so they didn't want to be swayed or made to feel guilty. I know something had to be done. He wasn't doing well. But to not tell me seems like the biggest insult to me. I don't know how to deal with this. Would greatly ask for your advice on all of this. Can I ever forgive her? Thank you. Why? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I feel like the question should be, can I ever forgive them? Like, I'm not sure why mm-hmm. the it- stepmother has to... Be the scapegoat. Yeah. It's dad and stepmother, right? Yes. So, okay. Oh, well, I'm really sad to hear that Lewis is no longer here. Oh, it makes me so sad. Um, Well, this is a tough situation, um, especially because you really have your hate on for your stepmother to start with. I don't know. I mean, I'm a new dog owner, so, and she's a puppy. I don't even want to think about what happens decade later um, when you have to make those decisions. Um, My first feeling is that, I mean, your stepmother and your father has had to take care of him for five years and had to carry him up the stairs and had to take him to all his vet visits. And I'm sure, unless they're like evil Knievel people, that must have really taken an emotional toll. Granted, you love your dog, but it's not like you were seeing the you, it wasn't like you were in day in, day out seeing this. So they saw the pain. They felt the pain. And they obviously must have felt guilty to make the decision. So I kind of, as much as like instinctually, I want to be like, oh my God, I fucking can't believe they did that. They didn't tell you. I can kind of see where they're coming from in a way. How do you, how do you feel about that? I, I can too in the sense of we just said goodbye, well, not just, but last September, last September 2015, we said goodbye to our senior dog Mm -hmm. who'd been struggling and he was blind and like in pain. So I even think that the day-to-day responsibility of caring for a senior dog fell largely on Yasik's shoulders. Mm -hmm. And even though Marcus went downhill pretty quickly, so the length of time looking after him was relatively short, it's really stressful. Yeah. Like, it took us, even after he was gone, it took us months before we could sleep soundly because when you have a senior dog, anytime he sort mm-hmm. of shifts, right. you're like, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Does he need to go down? Right. Um, downstairs, does he need water? Is he too hot? Yeah. And so it becomes your entire, not just the act of lifting him up and down the stairs, but like all the other moments in between become focused on 
the experience of this dog. Mm -hmm. So to your point, she's moved away and her stepmother and her dad have had to live this reality for a long time, day to day Mm -hmm. to day. And I don't know how bad it was, but for instance, Yasik's previous family dog, Fido, like his mother was Fido's caregiver towards the end. And Fido had like butt problems. So like he would need a diaper and like Yasik didn't have to deal with any of that. Do you know what I mean? Because he wasn't living at home. But like when you're the, so Marcus didn't need a diaper, but can you imagine like when your dog needs a diaper, like messiness and all that. So I'm with you, Sasha. I think that, I think that it sucked for her not to know, Mm -hmm. definitely. But I don't know, on certain days when that's really bad for the dog, sometimes you can't wait. Yeah, and I feel like they had to come to this decision. And again, like it's not an easy decision. So for them to hear you freaking out at them, just as they're trying to deal with the emotions that, yes, they did put their dog, put your dog to sleep, like that's, that's hard on them too. And listen, your stepmother could be one witchy motherfucking bitch. But in this instance, I don't think you pick, I don't think you, I don't think this is the one that you, you know, you delve into and tell her how awful she is. Hold something else against her. yeah, Yeah, not this. I think that it's hard on everybody and they made the best decision that they could at the time. Yeah. I think that if their decision was a humane one, then it would have been immediately about the well-being and the comfort level of Lewis. And she does say, I knew something had to be done, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. you know, you, you, you yourself knew that yeah. um, there was a decision that was going to have to be made fairly soon. Yeah. And you should almost think that they didn't have to, you know what I mean? That they took care of their, yeah. your dog. They took care of those last moments. Um, they took care of watching your dog decay, and that's hard on them. So Very I, I think hard. you kind of have to give them um, a little bit of respect. Yeah. The day-to-day, the day-to-day of it, I think perhaps, maybe in your mind, I mean, I know we're not supposed to do this, but if we're keeping ledgers mm. and balances, mm-hmm. then in your mind, maybe if you can think about the day-to-day stress that they had to deal with, that might balance out for you the hurt that you feel about being left out of the decision. Mm -hmm. Like, if all of that evens out. Yeah. Agreed. This is a hard conversation, especially for, like, pet owners. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's always going to be fresh. So um, why out there? I know you're mad at your stepmother, and I know you're mad at your dad. And I'm just telling you that, like, you're right to be hurt and it's going to be awful. You're going to miss your dog for a while. Um, cause like he was your best friend. Mm-hmm. So maybe focus on the grieving instead of on the anger, Good advice. which is never something I ever say. Cause typically I say go with anger, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in so this, take this special moment, <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, I just don't think that you can direct the anger yeah. at anyone except for age and time and illness. Yeah. So good luck. Yep. Thanks for writing in. Okay, last question. Dear Sasha and Lainey, I was hoping you can give me some wise words, tough love, whichever you think is appropriate. Oh, good. I like when we have an open road. (laughs) My husband, D, and I both work full time, and our 22-month-old son, O, spends some of the working week at nursery 
and two and a half days with my mother-in-law. Uh-oh. Quick schedule info. Two days my husband drops off our son at her house in the morning before work and she drives him back to our house to coincide with me getting home. And another day she picks him up from nursery at lunchtime and brings him back to our house, which is nearby, and I relieve her when I get home. D works late-ish with no flexibility, so it's always me who deals with handover. And over the last year, these have gotten longer and longer, generally an hour, but sometimes stretching to an hour and a half, and I'm starting to resent her for encroaching on the brief time I have with O before his bedtime. I always make us coffee and sit down for a chat with her when I get home, but after half an hour, I need to start preparing O's dinner and getting on, uh, getting on with house chores, and my mother-in-law just hangs around. She's a nice lady, and we get along fine, but we don't have a lot in common, so it's not like there's a ton to catch up on three days a week. I think that she's maybe a bit bored or lonely. My dad-in-law works shifts, so he's often out or in bed early some evenings, and she's not someone who has hobbies or a wide circle of friends. I think that she's using this time she spends with me as a way of avoiding going home to an empty house, and I feel bad for her, but at the same time, I want to be able to spend some time with O without my mother-in-law's eyes on me. She'll often comment on what I'm giving O to eat, how I'm disciplining him, how I dress him, that's not the way we used to do things, etc., which makes this time together feel a bit pressurized. We owe her a lot for stepping in and taking on so much of the childcare. My parents live away, so there's no other family around to help out. And oh, love spending time with her, and I am grateful. But the reality of coming home to my mother-in-law and having her hang around till almost bath time when I'm desperate just to get into sweats and play cars with O is starting to drive me crazy. I feel like she's getting so much more quality time with him than I am, and that she should appreciate that I want some time to myself with him at the end of the day. Am I a massive bitch? She won't take any money from us for looking after O, so I try to thank her with the odd present, bottle of wine, flowers, some baking to show her that we appreciate what she does for us. But what I think she would probably like is even more time with us and O. The thing is, because we both work full-time and D works some weekends too, the weekends do, we, we do have together seem sacred, and it's also our only time to see friends. Also, D has pointed out that spending more time with her on a weekend is no guarantee that she still won't hang out during the week. She's a kind of woman who's somewhat oblivious to other people's feelings and yet super sensitive to even the mildest criticism. Plus, she's deaf to hints, which is why I'm struggling to think of how to handle this without hurting her feelings. Please give it to me straight. Do I need to just suck it up and let her, uh, let her decide when it's time to go home? Or is there a way to keep her happy and me sane? I'd be grateful for any advice. Thanks. Well, um. Um, <laughs> so do you, okay, so do you think that she um, is being ungrateful and that she should suck it up? Or do you think that there is a you know, do you agree with her? And do, can we find a way for her, her to, like, get her own time? Thanks. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's being ungrateful. Um, but I do think she needs to suck it up. Because, I mean, what what is the alternative? Um, this woman's doing you a favor. She loves her grandson or granddaughter um, and is helping you guys out financially. You're not even paying the woman. And you know she's in – you know your child's in – good care, good company. So yeah, if she sticks around for an hour, I don't know, my heart kind of goes out to her because she's like this lonely lady. And like, as we all know, our friends who have had, who have babies, it's like the loneliest gig around. Like you're bored stiff most of the time. So after babysitting, she probably just wants like some human adult interaction, right? 
um, which seems fairly natural. So I don't know. I'm sort of, I mean, my instinct would probably be like carry on with your duties, like go give him a bath and kind of just like ignore that she's there um, and just try to carve out that intimate time with your kid. And if she's there, she's there. I mean, an hour and a half is not that long. I get it. I get it. I get why it's annoying. Yeah. But I, I don't think, um, I mean, the alternative, I don't know what the alternative is. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it too in the sense of an hour and a half and you've just been at work all day and you just want to be in your own oh, house yeah. on your own, even though she's family, sometimes it's just like, you know, you want to be in your own space. I totally get it. I just, I just don't know how to sensitively say this, especially since, um, especially since, you know, I don't think that this is going to be forever. Like, oh, the child is 22 months. months, So what is that? Almost two. Two Yeah. So I guess he would start, I mean, it goes by so fast and all of a sudden they're fucking going to kindergarten and then like graduating university, whatever. (laughs) And so clearly I don't think that grandma is going to be fucking staying over all the time. Like there's, there's an end date to this. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of, oh my God, the end date is probably what, a year and a half, two days, two years away. And that's, you know, I get it for somebody in her position that feels like a a marathon. It Mm -hmm. feels like an eternity. I mean, but the alternative is if they have money, I mean, she seems to say that she would pay her. So if you do have extra cash laying around, and this bothers you so much, her being, like, her lingering around for an hour and a half, then the, the, I guess, the alternative is hire somebody so that you don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Because that is your only other option. If money is an issue, then you do just have to suck it up. You can't push a woman out the door after she's been doing you a favor. But you can lie. Sure. Give me a good lie then. Okay, so, um, okay, so you come home. I mean, I don't know what her job is, but... If it's the kind of job where you have some work to do, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you come home. Hey, uh, mother-in-law, how are you? I've got like tons of work to do tonight, so I need to put O to bed now so I can get to my work because um, I've I have this presentation or I have to get this email off to my boss. And then how about she's like, whatever, oh, well, I'll take O, and then you just work. I'll just stay here. I mean, no, but I think that <laughs> one of the ways you have to learn to be to communicate something so that there's no comeback. Okay. I mean, that's a, that is a method of communication. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm just going to, do you mind? Like, we can catch up tomorrow, but like tonight, I really need to get on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you finish your, some, then you have to keep up the lie. Like the next night, she can be like, did you get that email off? Or so make sure that whatever you lie about is like, oh yeah, I finished that email. Or, yes. oh yeah, I read that proposal. Or, oh yeah, I finished that uh, questionnaire. I don't know, whatever. I feel like, yeah, that's a good idea. And especially if that just saves you one time a month, then that is good. Yeah. Right? You can't use that every day. No. But once, if you fucking sling that every time that you're like going to pull your hair out, that she's still there, that's good. But if you can find, because this happens, what, three times a week? Mm -hmm. So if you can even find one lie to tell a week, and I'm, you know, sometimes this is why lies are work, you know, if you can find one lie a week, then like maybe the next lie would be like, oh, my friend in Chicago really needs to talk to me. And we set up a phone call for, um, in half an hour actually. So I've got to get O to bed and then I'm going to talk to her. Is that okay? We'll talk, we'll catch up tomorrow. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. These are good. These are so, all good. I feel so like you could make if a you can, cheat sheet of this. <laughs> so if you can, 
if you can find little, little buy, like little purchases of time for yourself by telling these harmless lies, mm-hmm. maybe once a week, once every other week, that might help you. Yes. And pick a day, pick a good day. Like don't waste your lie on like a shitty day. So if you know that that night your favorite show is coming on or whatever, then save your lie for the night that you really need it the most. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe people will be upset with me for suggesting that no, I think a little will white be very lie. Thankful about that, but yeah, I think the alternative, which is hurting someone's feelings, no. is I don't, I don't want. I I've, I've tried to look at every option here, and I think lying, lying is the best policy here. <laughs> lying is the best option. I don't know. Can you think of no, another one? No, because you're spa- you're trying to spare her her feelings. Yeah, um, and if you're not willing to risk your own feelings of annoyance, then yeah, you gotta fucking pull out a lie every now and again. Um, well, that's it. Have a really nice vacation. I wish I could answer you from the time that this is going to be what the answer posted, will be. but well, it'll be a Tuesday. And um, when does this usually go up? Like about hey, two? Have you wa- have you waxed the beave or done your uh, um, what's it called? Your lasering in time. I for this? only did the tester laser, okay, and I haven't done the real, real. You should have done it so that I, you would have been good. You for know this. why? Is because I came down with a horrible cold the week that I was supposed to get it done. Were you coughing out of your vagina? Like, why couldn't you still get that done? I was so sick. Okay. Remember, remember, yes, said yeah, we shouldn't sick. pass on our sickness to other yes. people. Okay, right, <laughs> fine. Um. Anyway, so no, I have to do it after. But whatever, I. I didn't even get any new bikinis. First world problems. Yes, seriously. <laughs> okay, we'll have a good trip. Thanks Thank for you. listening. And uh, keep your questions coming to Sasha at miniclosses.com. And as always, you can get us on Google Play and iTunes. And please leave comments. And yeah, thanks for listening. And tweet us. And bye. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started